0: ABF Creative creative. Jambo, hi! Habari Ghani, what's the news? It's Kwanzaa time with Auntie Oni in the United States. Kwanzaa means first fruits. It is an African-American celebration of our history and culture. Kwanzaa was created in 1966 by Dr. Milana Karenga. During Kwanzaa, December 26th to January 1st, we speak words from the African language of Swahili to celebrate the Nunguzu Saba, seven principles for each day of Kwanzaa. These principles, they guide us as we strive to live in peace, respect, and harmony in our homes and communities. The fourth day of Kwanzaa is here, Ujama, Cooperative Economics. So come with Auntie Oni on a story adventure as we visit the house of Ujamaa. Are you ready? Let's get on the plane. It's going to be a quick ride. Today, we will travel back in time to hear from the first African American businesswoman, Maggie Lena Walker of Richmond, Virginia. Mrs. Walker practiced ujama, cooperative economics, and she's here on Kwanzaa time to tell us her story. <laughs> to talk, especially to you children myself, because I do love children. I was born Magdalena Mitchell on July 15, 1867, in Richmond, Virginia, right after the Civil War. And I was born a free person, not a slave. I became the first African-American woman in America to own a bank. Yes, children, I practice Ujamaa, cooperative economics, because I started up my own bank, a newspaper, and a department store. I hired many African Americans who, just because of the color of their skin, they couldn't get jobs after the war ended. You see, these good people needed work just like everybody else. This is my true story, and I hope you will listen so you'll be inspired to be your best self. As a young girl, I went to the old Lancaster School where I learned to read and write and do arithmetic. School and learning was sometimes very difficult, but it was important. Someone said That reading and writing was like riding on the wind. You could go anywhere. And I believed it. My father was killed when I was nine years old, but we never found out who did it. So my mother was left with me and my little brother, Johnny. I spent most of my time helping my mother and taking care of Johnny. Because mother had to keep food on the table. She earned money by washing and ironing clothes for people. We didn't have washing machines back in those days. So I carried buckets of water and kept the fires burning under the washing pots. When Mother would finish ironing and folding the clothes, I would carry them to the people's houses and collect the money. In my playtime, I loved to be outside sitting on the steps watching the people coming and going to the stores and the banks. I remember one Sunday I was playing near the First Avenue Baptist Church, and a lady came up to me and invited me to come inside. She introduced me to all the black folks in the church. They was working and praying together to uplift our community. When I was 14 and still in school, I joined the local council of the Independent Order of St. Luke, a charity organization at the church. We helped people who was very poor. We also had a local self-help organization. We called the Good Idea Council. We called it the Good Idea Council because people came up with good ideas on how to help people when they were sick and with the funeral. At 16, I graduated from high school and went to college. I studied hard to become a teacher. My education allowed me to do two things that I loved, work for the Independent Order of St. Luke, and the other was teaching children. It was a joy, teaching my students to ride the wind in a book. I felt a strong commitment to help my people I worked teaching and helping out wherever I was needed. Because of my hard work, I was soon elected as leader of the organization. And along with my fellow workers, we started a new newspaper, the St. Luke Herald, and I was the editor. We printed stories about our people and how we could help one another. Then I saw the need for a bank, where Black people can save money and turn nickels into dollars. We decided to name it the Pity-Saving Bank, and I became the president of that bank. Oh, it was a great day when the bank opened. The choir sang, and there was a band, and great speeches about how our community could join together to do great things in business. Many people thought we was crazy and that the bank would never succeed. But we put our money together and made it work. A year after the St. Luke Penny Saving Bank opened, we, the women of St. Luke, started another business. We opened the St. Luke Emporium, a department store on Broad Street side-by-side all the big businesses in downtown Richmond, Virginia. We sold clothes, playthings, tools, and home goods. All these good things I started up, the newspaper, the bank, and the emporium, were possible only because we put our hands and brains and might together. We made jobs for ourselves, and we were very successful. When I became older, I became ill and paralyzed, and I finally had to use a wheelchair. But I continued with the calls of Black unity and self-determination. I served on the board of directors of the NAACP and the Urban League in Virginia, I gave money to schools to educate young Black women. Because of my work of service, I received many honors for doing good in the home, in the church, and in the world. My friends, there is no reason why any man woman or child should stand by idly waiting with folded arms saying there's nothing else they can do because with education, determination, and cooperative economics, you can do anything if you really try. So I want to leave you with something very important. First of all, you must unite your hearts and hands and save your money spend it in your community and always be strong against injustice if you want to know more about my life just search my name on your computer for Maggie Lena Walker <laughs> you for listening to my story. Maggie Lena Walker died on December 15, 1934. She left behind a great legacy of Black unity, self-help, and business success. In 1978, her home in Richmond, Virginia was open to the public as a National Historic Museum. Maggie Lena Walker's home stands today as a place to inspire everyone who visits. Inspire them about her life of Ujama Cooperative Economics. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Kwanzaa Time with Auntie Oni. Act like you heard and spread the word. Subscribe and review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Because you don't want to miss the next Kwanzaa Time with a story about the fifth principle of Kwanzaa, Nia Purpose. Because we're looking good and feeling fine. We're going to do Kwanzaa all the time. Kwanzaa Time with Auntie Oni Asana is produced by ABF Creative. To learn more about the show, go to abfc.co slash kwanzaa. Peace and love.